there's a very chash of a maramakim. Maramakim we spoke out five years ago. So I think there's a, um, definitely we've passed the statute of limitations when we're allowed to repeat this vart. And that is a, a classic chsam soifer. And this chsam soifer is in a few places in the svarim of the chsam soifer. Most notably in his drushes with regards to Erev Slichas, and in fact, if you look here in the Chassam Soifer al-Ashas, the Chassam Soifer says something very interesting, very interesting Lashen. He says, I increases Perik Sofik, where he's going to present what he's about to say, in my drushes, I wrote about this. I instructed. So I don't know who the Chsam Soifer instructed. Because the Chsam Soifer wrote a lot. I mean, there's a lot of Ksavim of the Chsam Soifer that people have seen. So the Chsam Soifer left over a tremendous amount of Ksavim. But this is a little bit different. I, I, I instructed whoever it was, to apply this drasha that I gave right here on this Gemara, because I think when you're learning the Dharim, the Afsamech it's very important to know this drasha. So either way, the Chesam Soifer used to give drashas in a place called Tzukramantel. So Tzukramantel, for the history buffs, was what you would call today a suburb of Prezberg. And there was a little kahila, there was a shul in Tzukramantel, and the Chesam Soifer used to darshan there very, very often. So a lot of the drashas of the Chesam Soifer took place in Tzukramantel. On the bottom of the new drashas of Chesam Soifer, they bring that one of the times that the Chesam Soifer would give a drasha, there was... Erev Slichis. So the first night, Slichis, all the Yidden in Breshburg, they would all go to Tzukamantel, and they were going to hear Mamish, Heligerit, from the Chsam Soifer. So this is a, a drosha that the Chsam Soifer gave, Erev Slichis, in Tzukamantel. So Toich Dvarov, the Chsam Soifer, writes that in Yeshiva now, we're learning Masechtis Krisis, and in the end of Masechtis Krisis, in a Mishnah, and Dav Chafei Medalev, there's a Machloikis, whether a person could be menadev, an ashim taloi, or not. So, an ashim taloi, traditionally, is a carbon that's brought. If somebody has a suffix, whether or not he has to bring a carbon chattas. So when do you bring a carbon chattas? If somebody doesn't have air b'shoigig, that had he done b'mezid, he'd be chayif karis. So then he brings a carbon chattas. If someone has a suffix, whether he did that, meaning he has a suffix, if he ate chaylev b'shoigig, that's when you bring an ashim taloi. The chanam hold that... Ashim Tali is like every Ashan, it's like every Chattas, it's like every carbon that's Balachet, you can't bring it in a Dava. But there were others that argued, Rabbi Yezer, which is really Shitas Beishamai, who holds that you can bring an Ashim Tali, I feel a Dava. So the Mishnah says that Rabbi Yezer, Misnadev Adam Ashim Tali Bechal Yoim, Ubechal Eishe Yerza. A person can bring an Ashim Tali whenever he wants. Who are you, Nikra Asham Chasidim? In fact, he used to give a name to the Asham Tali. It was called Asham Chasidim. Says the Mishnah, Omru Olav Abav Bambuta. They say regarding Bava Bambuta, show you Misnadev Asham Tali Bechayon. Every single day he would bring an Asham Tali. Chutz Miachay Yom Akipurim Yom Echad. The only day that he didn't bring an Asham Tali was Machrus Yom Akipurim, the day after Yom Kippur. Omar and Bava Bambuta would say, Hamoyin Azeh. I swear in the name of the Beis Hamikdash. That ilu if they would allow me, hoyisi mevi, I would bring the nashim tali even the day after yom kippur. Elo oimrimli, they tell me hamte matchetikon is lebeis asavi. Can you at least have a havamina that maybe you didn't have here? It was just yom kippur yesterday, so you have to have at least a shtikal havamina. And then for the day after, next day they would let me. But there was one day a year, said Bava Bambuta, that they didn't allow me to bring the nashim tali. But every single day, Bava Bambuta would bring the nashim tali. So the chasam said, why a Bava Bambuta? Now. 
the history is Bava Ben Buta was a Talmud of Shammai. So in the world of famous Talmudim of Shammai, Bava Ben Buta is very, very high in that list. In fact, Bava Ben Buta wasn't just a Talmud Mi Beis Shammai, like Reb Tarifin, Reb Liaz, he was a Talmud of Shammai Azalkin. But still, every single day, Bava Ben Buta felt that he needed to bring an Ashim Tali. So the Chsam Soifer said that the Bir Advarim is based on a Gemara, Mesechtis Bava Basra Daftalad. The Gemara they tells the story of Hurtis, secularly known as Herod the Great in our world known as the monster and the Russia Hurdis. So Hurdis and his family, they were the kings of Eretz Yisrael for the last hundred or so years of Bayesheni. And Hurdis hated the Talmidei Chachamim, so much so that he killed, the Gemara says, every single Talmud Chacham in the world. It's hard to believe. But he, he's all Tanah. He killed every single Talmud Chacham with the exception of one, Bava Bambuta. He left Bava Bambuta alive. At some point, Hurdis realized that maybe that wasn't the smartest thing he ever did. And he started having a little bit of remorse. And he felt that he needs an eitz, he needs a tikkun, he has to do tshuva. And the only person really that he was able to consult with to maybe help guide him in his repentance was Bava Bambuta. So he summons Bava Bambuta, and Bava Bambuta comes to talk to Hurdis, and he says, What could I do for a little bit of a tick in a minor shama? So Bava Bambuta told Hurdis, When you kill the Chachamim, you extinguish the light of the world. There's another Gemara where Bava Bambuta is talking about but either way, the eighth I'm going to give you is go be oisik build the base amikdash, which is So you extinguish the light of the world. So what I'm asking you to do is, you want an eitzah, go refurbish the base amikdash. The Gemara says that Hordas took the advice above Bambuta and he was moisen nefesh. Because he was afraid that the Romans might kill him. But he was moise nefesh to build the Beis HaMikdash to the point that Chazal say, That if somebody didn't see Binyan Hurdis, he never merited to see a Binyan Amini. The Beis HaMikdash is absolutely magnificent. So you think of the Mishkan, and you think of Noiv and Givayin, and you think of Shiloi, and you think of Ayasrish and Ayasheni. It was so beautiful, it made Shloim HaMelech's bias pale in comparison. But the Gemara asks Akasha, Freik the Gemara, Ubavu Bambuta Heicha Aved Hachi. How was Bavu Bambuta allowed to do this? From Rav Yudama Rav, but who does say the name of Rav? Vitem Rav Shua Balevi, some say it was Rav Shua Balevi that said this. Mipnei Manenesh Daniel, Daniel was punished. Right, what was the punish? He was thrown into the grave Arias. So what did Daniel do to deserve a punishment? Mipnei Shehesi Eitzel Nebuchadnezzar. Because he gave an Eitzel to Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar had come to Daniel and he told Daniel, I'm very worried about all the things I did. But what did he do? He destroyed the base for starters, right? Took the Eden into Gaulus, and Nebuchadnezzar goes down as one of the great Risham of all time. So Nebuchadnezzar comes to Daniel and he tells him, I need a shtickle eitz, and my Nishama needs a little bit of tikkun. So he gives him an eitz. His eitz was give a lot of charity, give a lot of tzedakah, and in the schus of the tzedakah that you give, you're going to be nitzel from the Kharoinah. Daniel was punished. The reason he was punished is because why are you giving Nebuchadnezzar eitzes? Why are you giving Nebuchadnezzar a way to get out of, of his situation? If Daniel was punished for giving an Eitzah to Nebuchadnezzar, for figuring out a way for him to have a ticket for his neshama, so why would Bava Bambuta repeat the mistake of Daniel? He knew what happened to Daniel. He knew it was wrong. So why would he have done the same thing? He's going now and he's giving an Eitzah to Hurdis. The Gemara says two to read some. Ibei Hurdis was different. Nebuchadnezzar was a fartig in a Yehudi. As opposed to Hurdis was an Evit Knani. 
Every Kanani is Chayv and Mitzvah like Yenisha. He was a Yisrael by Mitzvah, and because he's a Yisrael by Mitzvah, it doesn't count. The Eba is saying, but the Gemara says, maybe you're right. Maybe he shouldn't have done it. Abishani Beis HaMikdash, Te'i Loi, Malchus Loi Mispene. Bava Ben Buta understood that the Beis HaMikdash needed refurbishing. It needed someone to come in and spend real money and resources in order to make it where it needs to be. And the only person that he felt that was capable of doing that was Hurtis. And that's why he told Hurtis to do it. Nebuchadnezzar gave stuff. It's stuff you can collect from the Yidin also. And therefore, Daniel, why are you telling Nebuchadnezzar to have the schos of tzedakah? There's no reason for him to have it. It's just going to work against us. The Kayich is going to have a tremendous shlita now because of this schos that they're going to have. It's nyad akum be'emtza and everything that we do. It's not something that we want. But in this case, it was inevitable because there was no one else that was capable of doing what needed to be done. And that's why Bava Ben Buta, despite knowing the history of what happened with Daniel and Nebuchadnezzar, he advised Hordes to give money to the Beis Hamikdash. Zoktach Sam that it merges from the Gemara that there's really a major nafkamina between the two Terutzim and the Gemara, the two Mahalchim, as to why Bava Ben Buta taught Hordes to do what he did. Couldn't to the first Terutzim was the right thing to do. I, Daniel, no, Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar is not a Yehudi, as opposed to Hordes, he's a Yid, he's a Yisrael B'Miktas. According to the second Territ, it really was a B'Dievet. Really, Klapi Shmaya Galia, he would have never, ever done it. Exhibit A for why this is wrong is Daniel and Nebuchadnezzar. Why did he do it? But the last prayer, he didn't have a choice. So says the Chassam Soifer, just to explain it with a marshal. We know that if somebody has a bad dream on a Friday night, he's a lot of fast on Shabbos. Even though today's daf started, it was poischem bechvay Shabbos v'yontem. Also, the styrats may be Shabbos. But at the same time, if somebody has a bad dream, you can fast the tainus chol and Shabbos. But the Gemara says v'yisana tainus latanisa. So sometimes a person is allowed to do something that's not okay, but then you need tikkun and you need kapara on the bad thing that you did. So the Chassam Soifer says that's together. Bava ben Buta telling Gordas to rebuild the base of Mikdash is like fasting the tainus chaloim on Shabbos. The right thing to do. It requires tikkun, it requires kapara, and you're going to have to fast now over the fact that you just fasted. You need tikkun, you need kapara over what it is you did. So the Chassam Soifer said that Bava Ben Buti gave Hordes this advice. But at the same time, Sittim clapped in hearts. Because every single day he understood that when the Yidin are doing the Avoid in the Beis HaMikdash, and they're getting schosim because it's Oilo L'Reach Nichayach, at the same exact time it's empowering the Kayach in the world. Because Hordes, who represents the Kayach is also cashing the register every single time a carbon's being brought. Because it's being brought in this magnificent edifice. And every single time the carbon is being brought with this covenant to Ferris, Hordes is getting schah. And Baba Ben Buta understood that, you know what that means? I have to fast timeless Latanisi. Because I'm the one that gave Hordes the advice to go and do it. So what did Baba Ben Buta do? Every single day he used to bring a carbon. It was a carbon that's Baal Chet that you could bring Benadav. Baba Ben Buta is a Talmud of Shammai and he holds that you could bring the Carbon Ashram told the Atul bin Adava, it's called Asham Chasidim, and he felt that he needed this Chasidis, and therefore every single day he used to bring an Asham Tali. In fact, he even wanted to bring it the day after Yom Kippur. Why do you want to bring it the day after Yom Kippur? Because there was no day more than the day after Yom Kippur that he felt that he needed this Kapara. Because on Yom Kippur, they didn't just do Avoid in the Beis Amikdash, but they did the special Avoid with the Kohen Gadol, who was Nichnes Lafnaiv and Lafnib with all the Hazayas and the special Ktaris, everything that took place on Yom Kippur. So that was a day that he needed more than any other day. 
the Chachamim didn't allow. And you know he told the Chachamim, Hamoyin Azeh, I swear in the name of the Beis HaMikdash. Why Hamoyin Azeh? From all the Lashonis of Shavuot, why did you pick Hamoyin? Sinach Samsoyim says, because that was his own punchline. It's because of the Beis HaMikdash. I gave her this, the Eitzah, to go and build the Beis HaMikdash. And because I'm the one that gave him the, gave him the Eitzah to build the Beis HaMikdash, that's why I feel that I need this more than anything else. If you look at the Chuv and the Drosh and the Samsoyim, the context is, there was a Shtikl Chanukah Sabayis that was taking place in Tzukah Mantel at that time. And the Chsam Soifer got up very proudly and he said that Ali Gelt was his Arangikim and Fadeg Shaft is giving Yiddish a Gelt. There's no Yad Oivit Koychov in the Emsa. And it was something that he was very, very proud of. And he said over this Shtikl Torah to show as the Menemt, it's not so Pashit. It comes with a little bit of an invoice. And that's why Baba Bambutu gave Hurdis the advice to pump all this money into the Beis HaMikdash. He felt it was something that he needed Kapara for. Toich Tvarev, one of the things that Chsam Soifer says is that we say in the Agadosh Pesach that the Ilu loy hoitzi HaKadosh Baruch Hosav Yisenu Mimitzrayim Harei Anu Uvanenu Vneinu Meshubadu Paro Mimitzrayim Had Hashem not taken us out of Mitzrayim, we'd still be Avadim. Everybody asks, what do you mean? If... Hashem went to take it, have a Havamin, it would still be that. At some point, the United Nations would have forced Pharaoh's hand, and there would have been some resolution somewhere, it would have taken maybe a thousand years, but at some point, it would have been understood that maybe this is inhumane, crimes against uh, humanity, and the Jews would have been free. So everyone knows that Rizal, the Yidim were in the Sharmam test, and had they been there one more second, they would have slipped into the Sharmam, and it would have been Geferlech, and there would have been no way out. But Zotach Samsoifer, he says, no, Vada Pari would have let the Jews out at some point. But at, we left Mitzrayim because Pari sent us out, it would have been Yad And everything that would have happened to the Yidim throughout our Torahs, Pari would have had a Schosen. He would have had a Schosen in Torah, would have had a Schosen in, in Eretz Yisrael, he would have a Schosen in everything. So you know what Abishta did? Had the Abishta took us out. I don't want Pari to take us out. We're going to go against Vayichazak Hashem a slave Pari. I don't want Pari to have the Schos. And that the fact that it came out the fact that it came against the will of Paroi, that's why we're thanking Hashem. Because like this is no Yad of the Kichavim Bamsa. But Al Kapan, what does it have to do in a darm daf samichov? Why did Sam Soifer say the tzivisi? I said, do me a favor, take this drosha, and apply it here as a related rate bite, right? <laughs> the darm daf samichov. That the Gemara tells a story in the end of the ninth parak that there was a woman who was married to a man and they didn't speak Klo the same language. And obviously, this woman and this fashtan and the asik so good and the two lentils <laughs> and all the lentils. And then the flash story the Gemara told was is that the husband said, "Can you bring me two butzini? Bring me two." Mel- and she comes with two shraga than a house, comes with two lent. And he says, Take it and bang it on the bava. So she goes and she sees bava bambuta and she slams bava bambuta in the head. It's unbelievable. Freytik Sam Soifer, what was this woman thinking? Now, Balabatish, when you learn the Gemara, she wasn't thinking, clearly, right? I mean, that's. Very obvious in this look. Don't just tell stories. So, what's going on? Why would she have had a havamina that her husband wanted her to hit bava bambuta in the head? He says it's Yutachin and it's Mestaber that this woman understood that Bava Ben Buta did something Meridik when he told her this to rebuild the Beis HaMikdash. But at the same time, he did something that wasn't Pashit. He did something that required tremendous Kapara. But like the Gemara says in Bava Basra, he had no choice. Because if it wasn't Hurdas, who was going to do it? But at the same time, there was a feeling amongst the Yidim at that time that Bava Ben Buta is at the Shuldik for the Tsaras and Klai Yisrael. Because every single time that a carbon's brought on the one end, we're getting Kapara. But you know why it's not working 100%? Because Hurdas is also getting a Kayach. Because the Kayachatum is also being Nisgadl, and that's the problem here. And therefore, it's whose fault? It's Bavi Bambuta's fault. 
So she actually had a Havamina. That what her husband wanted her to do was to take these two Butsini and hit Bava Ben Butin. How is it possible? What could Pajra Pshad be? There has to be some method to this madness. That was the method to the madness. There was a thought, there was a Havamina that maybe this was something that Bava Ben Butin deserved. And the Chsam Soifer here, he doesn't say this in the Drasha, but he says it here in the Dharam on this Gemara. He says, Hagaba He says, Think about this for a second. He says, We all know, Kimitsi ain't Soira. Udvar Hashem Yerushalayim. So he says, Ure'ei Pela. L'shoi Azot. Ure'ei Pela. He says, Ki mitziyan teisei soi udvar Hashem Yerushalayim. Yet, Ubabay neiseinu arabim. Miyoyim shem nivna bayasheni. From the day that the second base of Mikdash was built, al yidei rishyin koirish, nistema ha-nevua. Right, if you ask somebody, when did Nevua come to an end? Right, when did the last Navi lived. So everyone knows it coincided with the beginning of the second base of English. The Goyen said, because that's when they were Vatal the Yetzar of Vedazara, we didn't need Navu anymore. But when did it happen? It happened at the beginning of Bayesheni. So the Chamsai has a possible. So they literally finished hacking in the last nail of the base on Mikdash. And what happened? All of a sudden, there was no Dvar Hashem Yerushalayim. All of a sudden, we lost Navur, and he goes right. From the day that the Binyan Amafur of Hurdas was built, that was precisely the time that Beishamay Abisil started arguing. And what happened? And all of a sudden, the Torah came at risk where the Torah was going to become a thousand Torahs, says the Chassam Soifer. Why? Because of the Sakana, we always speak about the Ramchal, the Mesil Sishar, and the Mishkach Sidis. But what was going to happen as a result of the Machlis B'Shan B'Sil? See, so how could it be? The moment the second base of was built, what happened? When all of a sudden we lost the Dvar Hashem Yerushalayim. And the moment that Hurdis went and he refurbished the Beis HaMikdash, we lost the Kimitsi and Teitzei Saira. It's just the opposite of the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be Kimitsi and Teitzei Saira Dvar Hashem Yerushalayim. So the Chassam Soifer says, the Hakoil Mepnei Shehoyo Yad Akum Be'emtza. It's because it was Yad Akum Be'emtza. Because who built the second Beis HaMikdash? Koyresh, the king of Persia. And who was the one that made this Binyanah that no one ever saw in their lives? It was Hurdis, a Russia. So because it was Yad Akum Be'emtza, it's for that reason it worked just the opposite. Not only was there no Kimitsi and Tetsi Soira of a Fakert, as soon as the second base of Mikdash was built, we lost Mitvarisham Yerushalayim. And as soon as Hordas made his binyan, that's exactly when we lost the Kimitsi and Tetsi Soira. Either way, this was the Drosha that the Chsam Soifer gave in Tafkuf Ayn Gimel in 1813 in Tsukamanto, the Chsam Soifer felt that this was something that was important. He didn't write it over. But he said, I want you to be matik here what I said in this Joshua because it's very pertinent here for the end of Masech Nisadarm. Which part of the end of Masech Nisadarm is this pertinent for to understand the Maeser Shahayu with this woman who took the two Butzinis and she hit Bava Bambuta. What could have been her Havamina? So the Chsam Soifa said, because Bava Bambuta on some level needed a tikkun for what it was he did, and that's why she actually thought that maybe what her husband was asking her to do was to hit Bava Bambuta.